Star Wars en direct is brought to you by SimpleNet. With SimpleNet, obtain a low-cost advertising for your company or quite simply, a space to put your personal website online. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The show informs us and entertains us, and it binds the fans together. The show is Star Wars on Direct. Yes, the voice of Star Wars fandom. And welcome to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom, for this 101 Edition, 101st edition. 101st. 101st edition. Ah, uh, already. 101, 101 shows. shows. <laughs> just went by so fast. And uh, this is June 24, 2007. Alors, bonne Saint-Jean à tous les Québécois. I got you there. I spoke in French and none of you understood me except Audrey because she lives here. She knows what I'm talking Happy about. Happy Saint-Jean-Baptiste Day. <laughs> uh, yep. So... Audrey. Yes. Sad. You're, you're, you're across the table. You're there. You're still alive. Uh, barely, but yes, I am alive. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, funnily enough, unrelated to Star Wars Celebration 4. No, it was related to Seja. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, the French people are just going to kill me. <laughs> you know, what can I say? When, when, around Saint-Jean, when we start partying, it just goes crazy. and mm. yep. Then it looks a lot like Celebration 4. A lot of crazy partying after hours. Without the costumes. Yeah, without the costumes. Although, last night <clears> I <throat> went for supper at the, the uh, Dragon Rouge Auberge. Yes. And there was a guy who walked in with like a red wig, devil's horns, and uh, sort of... I don't want to describe the rest because it's too disturbing. But anyways... um. Today we're going to be uh, discussing a little bit of Star Wars Celebration 4 again, because uh, we're back and we are somewhat less tired. Mm -hmm. I say somewhat, because yeah. we've gone back to our normal lives and trying to put the money back in the pockets and we've been working over hours. And <laughs> mm. Well, I haven't been doing that many over overtime sort of shifts or anything like that, no. No, but... I am missing, not L.A. so much, because I really didn't like the city very well, but mm -hmm. um, I am missing the convention, missing all the people that were there. It was a really nice crowd that actually went there. Actually, there was over 35,000 fans that attended mm. Star Wars Celebration 4. That's even more than Star Wars Celebration 3, which was at 34,400 fans. Mm. So I can't wait to get, like, I'm going to try and get the actual numbers 
from Lucasfilm because I'm interested in that in the figures. But uh, it was it was a really successful event. Uh, the uh, collectors, the Star Wars collectors, actually raised $170,000. Wow! In four silent auctions and one live auction of toy merchandise for the Make a Wish Foundation. Good for them. And there were some really incredible uh, incredible items there. So mm-hmm. if you guys missed out on that, check eBay. Well, I actually didn't do the auction bit, but yeah, the um, merchandise that they were selling was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And uh, little words from uh, Steve Sansley, the success of Star Wars Celebration 4 is a testament not only to the enthusiasm and creativity of fans and the artwork by folks at Lucasfilm and Gen Con, but also proof of the strength of Star Wars. I mean, I'm totally flabbergasted. I really figured that since the convention was actually on the West Coast and it was in L.A. and it was only two years after Celebration 3 that, you know, we'd get, what, maybe 25,000 tops? That Those were my figures, 25 to 27 tops. And we actually got 35,000 fans together. Yeah, but see, this time, because it was on the West Coast, yes, we might have lost some of the Europeans um, and maybe even some of the Eastern Coast North Americans, though we managed to meander our way over there. Um, And uh, the Europeans that I met last time around actually did come back this time. Uh, It also gives an opportunity to those that live in South America and on the West Coast and for those traveling all the way from Australia... To be able to come and do something like that because, you know, for them to fly all the way to the East Coast, I mean, like, as it is to fly the West Coast, it's like a 20, 24 hour type flight thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and a lot of money. So, but it gives uh, people that live in the Pacific a a chance to do something like that because they don't get big conventions uh, where they are. So, I think it's kind of nice that they did move around. It gives the fans a chance to see a different city. Um, it, so, you not only, um, you know, do the whole Star Wars thing, but, I mean, you go out and you see the city, and you do the sights, you do the history, you do the culture, whatever. And so, it's it's interesting from that p- point as well. So, I'm kind of happy that they're doing the uh, Celebration Europe for the same reason. It gives fans who can afford to go to that as well, uh, or go to that instead of, uh, celebration for a chance to see a different city, see a different culture, you know, and uh, meet fans from different part of the world that might not have made it to Celebration Four. But of course, you know, you're talking about the statistics, the number of people that made it to Celebration Four. You know, when Celebration Three was around, there was no competition or people deciding now, do I go to this one or that one, or you the know, other or, one or yeah, that's it. So this time around with Celebration Four. There's a lot of fans that know that there's the Celebration Europe coming up, and a lot of people had to decide between the two because they couldn't afford both. Yep. So to and have even... more fans this time around than last time around with the hype and build-up for, for um, Episode 3, and knowing that there's going to be another convention in a couple of months where there's going to be a whole load of fans going there as well, that's pretty impressive. And it's even more impressive when you think that uh, I can't wait to see the results of Celebration Europe because yeah. it's taking place in London, but in Paris in uh, November, they have they, they have a show coming up as well, Star Wars Re- Re- Reunion 2. Mm-hmm. And uh, that really, like, blew my mind up when I saw they were, do- they were, they were doing a, a Reunion 2 this year because, I mean, let's face it, um, 
even JediCon is not going to be coming back this year because there were too many big conventions organized by the official fan club. Mm. And technically speaking, JediCon is organized by the, the official fan club of Germany. So, <coughs> wow. <laughs> mm -hmm. That really, really blew, uh, blew the gasket for me right there. It's, mm. it's just amazing to see like which conventions are dropping down this year to leave the place to yep. the other ones. And ever since I came back from, from, uh, from Celebration 4, I've been getting news and like reports of things that will be going at will be going on at uh, Reunion 2 and all that. And uh, it's just on fire! <laughs> 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 no, but it was, I mean, I'm apparently going to go to Dragon Con this year. Mm -hmm. Some people are raising money so I can get to Dragon Con because they want me to film for them. It That's in uh, September, isn't it? Like August, yeah. September? September you know, the week at the weekend right after uh, Fan Expo 2007, where we have all three Darth Vader's coming. That's out. That's the one I want to see. I thought that was the end of July. Was that's the at the, that, no, that's at the end of August actually, 24th okay. to the 26th. Mm, I have to make it there. Want to meet Hayden Christensen? <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one I haven't met now. I gotta gotta go do that. Yeah, support the Canadian homeboys. We're, oh, you weren't at <laughs> Star Wars Celebration too. Uh uh Oh. Nope. Was, I can't wait to he see. He was there. I can't wait to see him again. I want to see if he's going to be a, <laughs> a little more um, at ease with the fans and all that. Oh, was he really nervous? He was so nervous. Mm. It was. I, I felt bad for him. I felt like going up on stage, like, dude, it's all right. We're not going to eat you or anything. Or you know, it's. Well, I mean, it was probably very overwhelming because at that stage he hadn't had sort of the publicity and the, yeah, you know, like now he's got in a couple of years to get used to the idea of people like swarming him. <laughs> I like swarming. I don't like the word glumping. Like glumping. <laughs> no, I don't like glumping. <laughs> swarming. Yeah, they're all buzzing about. <clears throat> no, it's uh, it's definitely something that uh, mm -hmm. that's going on this year. We can see the whole 30th anniversary being there and being present all throughout fandom. And I mean, yay! <laughs> I'm not gonna complain about that. Would you? Mm -mm. That's nope. what I figured. Love to do it again. Trying to, uh, trying to figure to get the exact informations on reunion too. Uh, I can't. <laughs> oh well, I'll just go on with the beginning of the show. <laughs> So, um, if you guys want to contact us, well, it's very simple. You can join us in the chat room, where we are joined right now by Snakes and Tyke and Blade. I know uh, Tiger Claw is also listening to us right now through MSN. So, feel free to uh, either send an email to studio at swendirect.com uh, with the uh, subject C4 uh, souvenirs or C4 memories, however you want to put it. Uh, you can... Uh, Come with us and join us in the chat room, as I said earlier. Just go to the website, www.swendirect.com, which you obviously know if you're listening to us right now. And also, you can uh, join us through MSN by adding the user swendirect at hotmail.com to your MSN messenger list. That's it? That's just that easy. <coughs> and I'm going to say it again, sound card might crash, but it hasn't in a few 
months, so we're good. <laughs> That's it. Um, a little word by me. I want to mention that the uh, website is under construction. I've been um, joyfully nominated and being paid for uh, doing a website for a corporate company, which is taking like a whole lot of my time with a client that does not listen to this show, so I can say the following things. He's basically very demanding of me, and he can't really explain his ideas in ways I can put them down properly so that it will fit what he's seeing. So it's always fun to work in those conditions, as I'm sure you can guess. Why were you looking at my pearls? <laughs> I was just wondering why you were wearing pearls on your head. <laughs> Not going to go there. Not going to go there? Not going there. Nope. Sorry. Okay. That's all right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, basically, I've um, I've been working my ass off for this corporate company, and uh, it's been taking all, a lot of my time, and I'm about to reach the end of the project, and today I've been working on this all day long, and I'm really dead tired about this, so... I don't want to say a lot more about it, but the Star Wars on Direct uh, website has been uh, advancing this week because it's been pretty much dead at work. So I've been sneaking in my la sneaking in my laptop and working on the website during downtimes. But of course, some people would break their computer exactly at the same time and bring them in exactly at the same time, which would make me rush for about three days in a row. So that was fun. How was your week, Audrey? <laughs> <laughs> mm, it was fairly good, actually. Um, actually, this week was pretty cool. I had it off work. Woo! So I took a bulldozer to my house. Ten garbage bags later, starting to look like a house. Um, I'm downsizing all the junk in my place and organizing things for life. Um, anyways, and uh, uh, I was fortunate enough to spend the entire of my Thursday with um, my friend's parents from Australia. So, yeah. That's it cool. Was, it was very fun. So, I played tour guide on Thursday. Uh, I hope I did a half-decent job. Um, took them around to uh, Notre Dame Basilica because of the architecture. I took them up to the Olympic Park so that they could see sort of an overview of Montreal from the top of the tower. And see a little bit of the, yeah, the <laughs> architecture of the big white elephant. Yes, um, took them uh, through old Montreal a little bit on the for the architecture. Role of, for the we're, architecture, of course. We're we're a big the, the, architectural city, aren't the, we? Yeah, uh, culture and the architecture. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. And then I drove them out to the West Island, and, uh, and they got to see a bit of like Lakeshore and stuff, uh, sort of Saint Anne suburbs and stuff like that. So. And for a change, no architecture. No architecture. Now now they're just seeing like lush green because, I mean, like Australia, they have very little rain, so it's more desert. And so see like all this green everywhere instead of like brown. brown. It's a little different. So, Must be. Yeah. So now I'm just looking forward to when I get to Australia and I get to be the tourist instead of the tour guide. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yay. Love to do it again. Brought me very close to people I care about. That's nice. So anybody from Star who's a listener of Star Wars on Direct and you'd like to get a tour from Montreal, well Audrey just proposed herself. I just volunteered to be tour guide for Montreal. There you go. So anybody coming to Montreal, contact and I, I, me. I promise you guys <laughs> I'll talk to her. She'll take you to the Red Path Museum, which is free and totally interesting. Mm, it is very good. And she'll take you mm -hmm. to the Biodome and mm -hmm. you'll see the little monkey and the, the bats <laughs> and all that. And then she'll take you She'll take you places. 
I'll take you to the Echo Museum. Yeah, Ooh. under Jean Drapeau Island. <laughs> no, no, it's in uh, Saint Anne de Bellevue. I don't want to be mean, but you're vibrating right now. I'm vibrating. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. I'm vibrating. All right, so we're going to go to a short little musical break while Audrey is on the phone, and we'll be right back to Star Wars on Direct. And welcome back to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom, as Audrey is putting down her phone for the last time. Pork. Fork, fork, phone, phone fork, 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 fork. You can't eat salad with a phone. Is that what you're trying to? Yeah, you can't eat salad tonight. You can't see. You can't eat salad with a phone, but you can eat salad while you're on the phone. Okay. Tonight's moral of this story is <laughs> things you do with your mouth. <laughs> uh, Moving along. Jeopardy for two hundred dollars. <laughs> All right, so um, Audrey, yes, Sebastian. I managed to actually see Pirates of the Carib- Caribbean three. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. I want to, but I haven't seen it yet. How was it? Before you go see that movie, rent mm-hmm. the second one. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. if you really, really want to do it well, I'm figuring you should actually rent the first one. I have them at home. And watch them both mm-hmm. before going to see the third movie. Okay. Because otherwise, you're really going to end up lost in the middle of the story. And the way they actually put the script to the screen, it's really complicated. You know, the first one, you could basically bring your kids and it was fun for them too. The second one, maybe for teen. But this third movie, maybe it's because I was really tired, but wow. It's long. In the middle of it, I wanted to fall asleep. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the action somewhat picks up, but it becomes really predictable what the end is going to be like. So that was kind of funny. And it gets, like, it's, it's really serious. It has, like, basically two funny moments in it. Which I was like, <laughs> that's funny. But apart from those two particular moments, I can't really say I enjoyed that movie. Hmm. Okay. I haven't heard any feedback from anybody else, so I'll take that as the first negative feedback. <laughs> it's like I, I heard a lot of good things. A lot of people say, oh, you should go see that movie. It's really good, blah, blah, blah. Maybe it's because I didn't watch the two other ones prior to seeing it again. Okay. But yeah, to refresh your memory sort of yeah, thing? Yeah, that's it. But I don't know. I didn't enjoy it that much. Hmm. Is it a movie you should go see on the big screen? Yeah, definitely, because of the major effects that are included in there that you'll definitely be more appreciative of them on the big screen than on a small TV screen. So at least a matinee. Mm-hmm. But that's or about Cheapy it. Tuesday. Cheapy Tuesday, but that's about it. Okay. Because apart from that, me, I don't. Uh, 
I don't I don't foresee much fun going to see that movie, mm. seriously. If you're not a big fan of Pirates of the Caribbean, just wait till it comes out on DVD. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. And even though it's not out in theaters yet, through some friends of friends of friends of mine, I managed to get my hands on a copy of Sicko. Psycho? Sicko, not Psycho. Sicko. The latest documentary by Michael Moore. Oh. About the uh, United <laughs> States uh, healthcare and health plans and HMOs and all that. Mm. And you know what? Go see that movie. Seriously, you have to go see that movie. So see Sicko and skip Pirates. Yeah. Okay. I had more fun watching Sicko, a documentary by Michael Moore, than seeing Pirates of the Caribbean. All in all, yeah. Mm. Okay. The and only movie I'm hanging to see right now is the Harry Potter. And I'm really hanging for the seventh book. And I'll be back for that later. Mm. Uh, I also managed to uh, get advance passes for Daywatch, which is the follow-up follow, follow, follow up of Nightwatch. Okay. So if you guys are... I've seen Nightwatch and you really like that movie, definitely go to the theater, find where it's showing, and go see Daywatch. It's a really, really good movie. Um I saw it about a year ago with the Russian DVD that uh, actually leaked to America, and I was really happy, but I've seen it on the big screen now, and it's really, really good. Um, they did some editing to cut it down to a little less time on the big screen here in America, um, but it's okay. It doesn't take out like major, major things from the movie. And the other thing... What was the other movie? Oh, yeah, Fantastic Four and the Silver Surfer. Hey, guess what? Fantastic Four 2, which shouldn't be called that way, is actually better than the first Fantastic Four. Now, that's funny, because I just read reviews about that, and everybody said it was horrible, and that Fantastic Four just couldn't, you know, like, satisfy Marvel comic readers, or, you know, all that sort of stuff. So, like, well, here's But the thing. I'm not into that sort of thing anyway. Yeah, so that's it. You know, it's, it's complicated to actually put the Fantastic Four on the big screen. Because of the characters of the characters, the, the personality of the characters, mm -hmm. it's, it's really complicated to portray that on the big screen. Now, of course, in the first one, they had a lot of special effects that didn't suit them properly. And in the second one, the special effects are okay this time around. Um, it's the story that sort of goes a little bit too fast. Uh, I wouldn't have m minded myself if the, if the movie had been a little bit longer. Uh, a lot of people have been screaming out that, oh, we don't see Galactus and blah, 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 and it's the big deal of the century, we don't see Galactus. It's sort of true, but if you take a good look at it next time you rent it on DVD, because I'm sure you're not going to go see it again on the big screen, uh, when you rent it on DVD, hopefully it's going to be there and you're going to be able to see it properly, the um, shadow of Galactus as it goes through Jupiter you could act, you can actually see the but the the top top half of his head in the uh on the shadow casted on Jupiter and i thought that was really cool okay and it's the explanation of like what the silver surfer is who he is where he comes from what he does why he does it and blah 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 that's all very interesting they've introduced a few characters that fans will recognize but that may not be recognized by the general public. So, again, it's a lot of little things that fans 
hardcore fans of the Fantastic Four will appreciate, whereas regular fans may not like that much. So, me personally, I'd say go see it as a cheapy Tuesday. Definitely something you want to see on the big screen because of the subtle details and all that and the special effects. So, yeah. And I think it's... Is it a fair movie to bring the kids to? Hmm. It has funny moments for the kids. Uh, Yeah, that's it. So it depends on the kids, uh, like how mature they are. Yeah, it's a maturity or mentality. How they violence and that's it. How they can (laughs) cope with that alternate reality that is Marvel Comics. Um, But to go back to Harry Potter, I've been asked by the nice people at uh, Warner. To look into maybe making an event for the Harry Potter premiere. I'm there. <laughs> so, well, I'm definitely there. We'll we'll have to uh, we'll have to look into that. But um, maybe I'm going to be a little bit taken in the next few weeks to trying to organize that because it's coming out mid July. So, twenty first, isn't it? Isn't it the thirteenth? Oh no, it's the thirteenth. The book's the twenty first. Yeah, that's right. So, do it have. Yay. <laughs> and before that, there's and the weekend just before that is, of course, T Trek, aka Polaris Twenty One now, okay. where I'm going to be the MC of the Geekovs, and of course there's going to be a Star Wars Star Wars Geekovs, mm-hmm. so you're more than welcome to uh, to come by and uh, participate in that convention, which is taking place in Toronto on uh, July sixth, I think. Okay. Let me check the calendar. From July 6th to the 8th. July 6th to the 8th. Yeah. Where is that, in Toronto? It's in Toronto. Mm. So, anybody from the Toronto general area, feel free to come by, because it's going to be a fun convention again, as it is every year. Even though we are, yes, still at the Double Tree, not next to the... uh, to the airport, but hey, we can't really go to another hotel that's going to let, let us do the convention the way we do it anyway. So, uh, I think that's it for my personal segment stuff. Audrey, did you see, a- apart from Harry Potter, which you're looking a lot forward to. I'm really looking forward to it. Live Free or Die Hard with John McClane and Hello, I'm a Mac. <laughs> okay. No, never the, heard of it. Don't know what you're talking about. Because <laughs> the, the the guy who's doing uh, who's doing Mac right now in the Apple ads, he's going to be playing the you know second character to John McClane in the next Die Hard movie. So for the entire course of the movie, the only thing I'm going to see is Mac speaking. That's all. Mm. This guy is done. He's Mac. <laughs> he doesn't even have a name anymore. He's okay. Mac. That's all he is. And uh, <laughs> still have no idea what you're talking about. So apart apart from uh, Harry Potter, Transformers. No, not my thing. Not your thing. Mm-mm. No, I, I'm really not looking forward to a lot of movies these days. Uh, 
I had been looking forward to Shrek the Third, and that was sort of a big anticlimax. I didn't find it was very good. In fact, I actually fell asleep during the movie in the theater. My kids turned around at one point and said, Mommy, wake up! So I think the whole theater knew I fell asleep. But, Ouch. Well, granted, I did come home from a night shift and took them to a matinee. So, <laughs> you know, darkness and whatever kind of Comfy you sleep. Yeah. As an aguzo? Uh no no it was at um, Coliseum Colise yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> all right well moving on then yep looking for more fan made Star Wars audio productions then look no further than the home of Star Wars fan audio StarWarsFanWorks.com it's your source for audio dramas audio parodies online radio shows and podcasts plus the most comprehensive Star Wars fan audio news found anywhere. StarWarsFanWorks.com Fandom has a whole new sound. Well, I'm going to go into a small uh, community service. Community news. Community news. I'm going to talk about a little bit of the community right now. What's going on in the community? I don't know. What is going on in the community? Um, a lot of partying festivities today here in Quebec. <laughs> yeah, and yet we're here doing a show. That's yeah, right. imagine that, eh? Um, no, but I just wanted to say that... Uh, little reminder for all of you around the world, uh, especially East Coast and Europe. Uh, you might be interested in knowing that from Friday, July 13th through Sunday, July 15th, you'll be able to attend Star Wars Celebration Europe, celebrating 30 year of Star Wars, and that's going to be in England. Woo! Having a little... Let's go! Problem? Yeah. Probably. Technical difficulties. <laughs> all good. <laughs> and... Um, you really want to go? Will you drive across the pond? You know. Oh, I'd love to drive across the pond. <laughs> That'd be funny. For Somehow, next. I don't think I'm quite fast enough. I'd probably sink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. I'm glad you think so. <laughs> Not the sinking, but the. Hey, if they still had Concords flying across, I'd do it. I really want to go on the Concord. Two hours, sonic boom. How cool is that? Let's do it. Okay. Mm. Sorry, it's my little. <laughs> That's all right, Audrey. Uh, well, there's going to be arch. There's going to be a major hard show at the uh, Star Wars Celebration Europe. There's going to be the Lucasfilm Archives at Celebration Europe as well. And the thing that we didn't see actually show up in uh, Star Wars Celebration Four in Los Angeles, you know that big uh, Vader balloon that we heard that might actually be able to come <gasps> to North America if the winds were favorable and all that. Well, it's actually going to be at Celebration Europe. Oh. And judging how it was actually made in Belgium. It makes sense. Makes sense, yeah. It's not that so, far. Yeah. Been to Belgium. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and um, for those of you um, who like, you know, things like costumes, well, there's going to be a costume pageant at Celebration Europe. Uh, for those of you who actually own a band, well, you could be the Celebration Europe cantina band. So you should, you should put in your... Uh, your applications as soon as possible um of course celebration europe calls in for 
uh, special celebration, Star Wars Celebration program cover. And it was actually unveiled at Star Wars Celebration 4. And it's going to be made by Randy Martinez. And it looks a lot like the Sgt. Pepper uh, album cover of the Beatles. So that's really cool. And um, guess who's actually the first guest for Celebration Europe? Lando Calrissian, Billy D. Williams. Cool. So it promises to be a very cool Celebration Europe because Bill D. is going to be there. Rick McCollum is actually going to be there. Okay. He's taking some time off uh, and he's going to show up. And I'm pretty sure you guys are going to hear not only about Clone Wars, but also about Indy 4. So lucky you. And uh, Audrey, do you like arcades? Do I like what? Arcades. Arcades, like as in the, video the big, games? The big video yeah, yeah, game yeah. machines and yeah, all yeah. that. Well, there's going to be a big, uh, a big Star Wars arcade, arcade thing going on at okay. Celebration. Vintage Europe. arcade games? Vintage arcade games Woo-hoo! and uh, new arcade games, so it promises to be very interesting. And that would be fun. Of course, you remember our, uh, our good friend George from Indianapolis, mm-hmm. who looks a lot like, like George, George Lucas. Lucas. Well, he was at C4. He was at C4, and yeah. we actually we actually met him on the street on uh, when we were tour- doing some tourism on Tuesday. It was mm-hmm. kind of funny. And uh, oh crap! We've had to jump into hyperspace. How about? I'll never, never, ever, ever get that. Never. It's okay. So you met him while you were doing some touristy stuff. On some the touristy Tuesday? stuff. Yeah. And just so happens that if you're George Lucas, you could visit Celebration Europe for free. Oh? Yes, that's How's right. That? Well, they want to make the celebration of uh, the 30th anniversary very special. So if your name is George Lucas, all you have to do is arrive at XL during the event with an acceptable photo ID that proved that George Lucas is your name. You come to the ticket collection booth and claim a free entry. Isn't that simple? Now, they hope to gather the largest assembly of George Lucas's together for a commemorative photo to mark this landmark event. Plaid shirt and beards are not compulsory. You will also find a giant 30th anniversary Tang the Maker card at Star Celebration Europe, on which visitors will be able to write their own message to mark the anniversary and offer personal thoughts on the saga. After the event, the card will be shipped to George Lucas, who is currently in production at the newest Indiana Jones Adventures. And... You will enter and will enter the Lucasfilm archives as a permanent record of Europe's 30th anniversary celebration. But don't worry if your name is not George Lucas; you can still attend Celebration Europe and enjoy the fun, including celebrity guests, interactive activities, Jedi training, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Of course, admission starts at uh, just 21 for a one-pass day to all of the festivities. 21 pounds, so. 21 pounds, that's almost $50. It's about $50. Canadian. And they have this picture of this guy who's actually dressed up like um, George Lucas in Star Wars Episode 3. Cool. So that, from Star Wars Celebration 4. That's kind of cool. And of course, if you're looking for more information on Celebration Europe, you can go to celebrationeurope.com. Now, Celebration Europe, it's all fun, and it's, you know, yay, we're happy, we're we're having a big Star Wars celebration, big event in, you know, official event on the other side of the pond. It's organized by Lucasfilm, and we're happy. 
but damn it, we speak French. Just yeah. like Ratatouille. That's coming out next week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, guess what? You can also uh, rejoice if you're around Paris, because Star Wars Reunion 2 is actually going to take place from October 27th to the 28th, the first weekend of the Toussaint vacation. And it's going to be taking place exactly at the same time, at the same place as last time, the Grand Rex in Paris. And it's two years after the first official convention that took place there, Star Wars Reunion, of course. Now, this is pretty cool for the French uh, the French folks. I mean, you don't have to go across the pond, but if you really, really want to enjoy yourself, you should go across the pond. Because if you don't, then you're going to miss out on something really, really good. So are you taking the hop, skip, and a jump across the pond? You know what? Since this is actually taking place in October, maybe. Really? But since I'm moving in the next few days... She looks at my room and she looks my. at the kitchen and she's... You're moving in a couple of days? <laughs> well, you know that half of my stuff is always packed, yeah, so... <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a figure of, like, taking all the stuff that's already packed, taking it to the new place, unpacking it, then bringing back the boxes and packing the stuff that's not packed, and voila! I moved in. Two trips. Woo! <laughs> I think it's going to take a little bit more than that, but... Yes, next weekend is National Moving Day. <laughs> I know. It's also Canada Day. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Which is why it's pretty ah, much state sorry. moving day. Did you just hear that? I didn't hear it, but I saw your face oh. and your you just went, ow. Okay, I'm alright. I'm good. Audrey decided to hurt herself yesterday. Yeah, I decided to do it. Yes. yes. It wasn't yes. her choice, really. Yes, okay, here's the story. No, no, there's no... No, there's no. I'll, I'll, I'll tell no, the no, story. No, no, we don't need to tell them the story. Okay, okay. It's, it's yes, just like you're hurt because yes. you you were attacked by a marshmallow. And <laughs> a marshmallow-wielding drunken maniac, yes, with an accomplice. <laughs> yes. <coughs> we've, sent, we've sent Boba to take care of those people mm. for you. Yes, I know a couple of people that want to... Hunt them down. Uh, oh, my head hurts. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And I didn't even drink anything. Why? Why is my head hurting? <laughs> That's the biggest question we've been asking. All right, well, since your salad is not getting any... <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's time for another commercial break, is it? Yeah, it's time for another commercial break. <laughs> yes, leave my salad out of this. <laughs> you know, I just love playing with your salad. <laughs> Going deep now. Going really deep. Oh, that's deep. even worse than just saying you wanted to toss it. <laughs> just go to break. Oh, go to break. On. Go to break. Oh. All right. <laughs> We're going to go to a break. <laughs> and when we come back, well, uh, you're going to be able to uh, talk with us about Star Wars Celebration 4 if you were there, what you think of the convention, and uh, let us know all about it. Are we going to take calls? Uh, no, we're not taking calls for now. Okay. Are we taking comments in the chat room? We are taking comments in the chat so room. So hurry on over to the chat room and place your comments. That's right. Because mm. we'll be right back on Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. If you are enjoying the Star Wars fan audio production you're listening to right now, then don't stop there. 
Come see what the excitement is about at the Internet's home of the Star Wars fan audio genre, StarWarsFanWorks.com. There you'll find podcasts, audio dramas, audio parodies, and more, plus the best and most comprehensive news coverage of the Star Wars fan audio genre found anywhere. It's an entire field of Star Wars audio productions, made for fans, by fans. And your audio gateway to that galaxy far, far away is StarWarsFanWorks.com. Join us. After all, it is your destiny. StarWarsFanWorks.com. Fandom has a whole new sound. For years, sci-fi fans have toiled at making fan films, podcasts, and goofy flash animations to obscure techno music. They work hard. Give them their props. Watch, listen, and talk back. At planetfandom.com This is Marjorie. And this is Arnie. We're from Star Wars Action News. Download our Star Wars Collecting Podcast at ReviewStarWars.com. You are listening to Star Wars Indirect. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. At SimpleNet, you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Big turnout here from all corners of the Outer Rim territories. Order! We shall have order! The crowds are going nuts! And we're back on the Star Wars Android Voice of Star Wars fandom to talk about, of course... Star Wars Celebration 4, but just before that, I do that, I just got a breaking news from our friend in the uh, in the big place across the pond, the pond there, it's uh, France, yeah, France, it's, isn't it like six, five times smaller than Quebec? Yeah, they got five times the population or something, it's kind of funny. Anyways, uh, did you know that Gentle Giant was actually organizing some world tours? I did not. Well, they are, and on Thursday... The July 12th, 2007, at 5 p.m., uh, they will be at Forbidden Planet, and they will be having a Forbidden Planet exclusive Commander Bly mini bust, which I'm pretty certain is going to be the same one at Celebration Europe, but that would have to be double checked. And uh, you're going to be able to meet the man behind General Giant. 
Carl Mayer himself. Cool. Uh, there's going to be a limit of sales per customer. Uh, you can also grab the Yoda and R2-D2 maquette and the bust-up bust two-pack of Han and Luke in Stormtrooper armor. They'll have a very limited stock of these, two, of these two exclusives, and they will be sold at one per customer basis. You could win a chance to be made into a clone trooper, and uh, you get a chance to visit the world's largest cult entertainment megastore, which is Forbidden Planet. Uh, so... If you want to do that, I guess uh, you just show up to the store at 5 p.m. The day before Celebration Europe. Thanks to Skylover for uh, giving us uh, this cool information. Cool. And, uh, all right, so Celebration 4. Yes. Looking back at it. Even though it was five days, it was too short. Even it's always too short. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what you always say. It's always too short. But uh apart from being too short. Well, the awesome part for me was that I went to the Star Wars shop, like the uh, celebration store. Uh I guess the first day to see what they had and I bought some things. But then going back on the last day it was kind of cool because they'd cut everything by half price. So I was like, "Woohoo!" And then I ended up buying a lot more stuff that I probably wouldn't have otherwise bought. But you know, a lot of people were actually very mad at that. The fact that they cut Mm -hmm. the price by half. Uh, Honestly, I think it was something that must have been done. I think they probably did it because they uh, supplied the store with a lot more than what they had for Celebration 3. And then the stock didn't move the way it had at Celebration 3. Even though there were more people at Celebration 4. So they had to cut the stock the price in half to try and make ends meet for that part of the budget. Yeah. So clear it out. And especially, well, the things that they weren't selling half price were the figurines, you know, the limited edition uh, Macquarie figures. Yeah. So, you know, whatever price. was, you know, they were always $20 each. That was it. Um, so anything that, of that that didn't sell at the convention, they were going to destroy after the convention. So they were trying to like, you know, at the end, instead of having, you know, your your card punched and you're only allowed four, you could buy as many as you want. So there were people that were buying them to put on eBay and stuff, so. Yeah. Should have brought back more. <laughs> I got as many as my credit card would allow me to bring. <laughs> my card blew up at the cash at Celebration 4. <laughs> Poof. It went poof. <laughs> just as as it slid through the cash it, register, it just disintegrated. It just like, <laughs> and just <laughs> that's it. And the cashier looked flabbergasted. Looked at Audrey. It just happened. Oh, it's a new mechanism. It just. But then like, I was like, but you know, and then I had another credit card, but they didn't take American Express. So I was like, what? No! You know the whole Star Wars Anakin. No. They didn't take American Express. Yeah. No, because, yeah, I had my MasterCard. My MasterCard blew up. <laughs> my American Express, they wouldn't take. Then I didn't have cash, so then I was uh, SOL. So I had to leave a whole stack of stuff at the counter. I was really heartbroken. <sighs> my boy, dear. <laughs> and you still managed to get a, an action figure from me. I know. <laughs> Woohoo! I bought one off you. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, that's going to Australia to one of my friends. It is very ironic because I'm... Ending up not being able to sell one to one of my friends and to the other guys. Who oh, you're stuck with more than you want? No, 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 no. Oh, I, right. I got I got less than I 
I got at uh, least one figure less than I what I should have. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's already promised in in a box, ready to go now. <laughs> I blame you. <laughs> no, you sold it to me. Yes, but I still blame you. <laughs> Aw. Hush. Um, how did you think the uh, the whole uh, will call thing went for you? Um, it went really well because I didn't make it to the will call line. <laughs> Okay. Um, I actually went in the morning that the convention opened after the line had cleared and gone in. I went in and I went up to the counter. There was absolutely nobody there. So I went straight up to the counter, got my package, no problem. Got my tags, no problem. Put them on and went into the convention. It took all of five minutes. No lines, nothing. It was great. You know what I witnessed? What did you witness? I witnessed a big, huge, major mishap. Oh, during will call. <gasps> what happened? Uh, there was a group of people there, mm-hmm. and one of those people actually didn't get the red lanyard, <gasps> and he's a member of the fan club. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's with all the difficulties that the fan club's been getting into lately. Well, it's confusing with the new takeover and everything, yeah. and the magazine no longer. But if you already have a subscription, it's going to go till whenever, and that's it. Yeah, it's it, the whole. Hyperspace is a disaster right now. <laughs> and uh, the ads, by the way, that's totally normal. Uh, there's a little post by Pablo Hidalgo, who's the uh, one of the people in charge of Lucas Online now, that mm-hmm. Paul Hens is gone, um, that is actually, uh, it's normal, it's because they want to pay for StarWars.com in like, different ways, and they want to you know, publicize things, and it's also for us, because we can... See what else is there in the world that we can buy of Star Wars. Anyways, um, I was at the Will Call thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. We had red lanyards. We did. To say that we were members of the official Star Wars fan club. Mm-hmm. Now, one of those person from that group actually went up to the uh, the customer service and they said, well, I don't have my lanyard. That person was actually a member of the fan club. And uh, he, the, the, the the girl there said, okay, well, what's your name? And just went through a pack of envelopes. Sorry, it's not there. Picked an envelope from another box and just handed it over to the guy. No name, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Took it, went back to the group, opened it up, was the red lanyard. Hmm. How did you say you get it again? That was easy. So, someone who also was a recently added member of the fan club, actually, it's it's a couple, and they only got one lanyard. So, we looked at them and we said, well, just go to customer service, they'll give you one, for sure. And so, the guy actually went to customer service and he got the second lanyard. Just that easily. Okay. And then showed up a friend of the other guy's group. And um, hmm, he was not a member of the official fan club. But he was, you know, going to miss an entire day with his friends just because he wasn't a member of the official fan club. Mm-hmm. So, he so he walked up to the counter and he got a red, lan- a red lanyard. So that was... That was something that really surprised me, that somewhat really deceived me. Um, 
did it happen with other people? I can only say, I can probably. only assume that it probably did. Uh, hopefully, all the members in due form actually got their Star Wars lanyards. Um, uh, I <laughs> I don't know what else to say. It's, I, I was just flabbergasted by that whole situation. Mm-hmm. And um, do I think that it took anything from the event? The answer is no. I don't believe that, you know, 100, 200, 500, 1,000 extra member of the fan club did a big difference on that Thursday uh, when we all walked in and it was basically chaos because everybody went straight to Gentle Giant's booth and those of those of us who weren't able to go to Gentle Giant's booth, we all went to uh, Asbro's booth and when we couldn't actually go to Hasbro's booth, well, where did we go? To Kotobukiya's booth, who was like plainly open and nobody was waiting there so we actually I actually managed to get my Kotobukiya Yoda um, really easily and that was really funny and then the Hasbro figures the lines went on and on for about three days and on the Sunday afternoon at around two o'clock no line whatsoever it's like everybody in the convention center everybody in the convention had gotten their hands on the Luke exclusive of Hasbro, and there was there was nobody else who wanted it except like a few people who just like me basically figured, ah, what the heck, we're not gonna get it anymore, so let's just drop the idea and let's just enjoy the rest of the show, you know. And I just happened to walk by with my friend uh, Matthew from L.A., and I just turned around from the autograph booth and I'm like what and I start walking and he looks at me he's like Seb what's oh okay never mind he just like caught up with basically the fact that there was no one at the Hasbro booth so I managed to get like Luke figures for each and every one of my R2 and C3PO figures so that was nice I was really happy with that actually I was really happy that you got the figures for me (laughs) 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 worked out alright yeah and uh Kotobukiya, I honestly I haven't heard anyone complain about Kotobukiya for the entire rest of the weekend. I don't even know if they vanished or not because I gotta be honest, I do remember passing by their booth, but I don't remember if there was anybody there because it was a really really small booth. And uh, okay. after Thursday, I'm wondering if they had any more you know, I don't know. Uh, Yoda to sell or anything like that. But it was. I think most of the counters had like a certain number that they were selling per day so yeah. that they'd have some for each, you know, group of people passing by. And funnily enough, in at the Gentle Giant booth, uh after about, you know, five hours of selling hardcore fans, all the the Command Degree bust, all the Dark Malik bust, a lot of Yoda bust were left over. Uh, there mini, were. The mini bust ups were not that were were actually a big seller as well. And um the um the the Yoda and R2 maquette was also a big seller. And um, I was surprised that Yoda didn't sell all that well. But that's the only one I managed to bring back. <laughs> you know, I don't even think I saw the Yoda one. It wasn't... It's not all that bad looking. Was that the one that you push and it says things as well? No, it's the no. one that you actually... That actually lights up. Oh, yeah, the one with the little the spirit. Yeah, okay, I did see it. I did, I did. Yeah, so. they were the $60 ones, right? Uh, 50, 60, something like that. I think it's 50, yeah. Yeah. 
like yeah. the rest of their yeah most of the things were bus, yeah so. mm-hmm. me 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 <laughs> even though i didn't buy that much at the convention i still had to go to the ups and get a big box and ship stuff home because i overpacked my cases silly me and I, I feel bad because Audrey actually brought back a Darth Vader helmet for me. Do you know how much that box cost to send? <laughs> Do you have any idea? I don't want to know. It was like $100. But then one of my friends was sending one to Australia as well. And his box was like $500. Ouch. Because <laughs> it had to go by air. Mine could go by land. Okay. Funniest story ever. Oh, it was ever. awful. <laughs> you know I, how I always get like targeted by mm. custom agents and the people at the the clerk at the mm-hmm. at, at the Air Canada mm-hmm, mm-hmm. desks and all that I walk into the the conv- I, I walk into the, uh, the the airport and I'm fairly certain that I'm going to have trouble with my luggage because mm-hmm. I know it's you know overweight uh, oh, I knew at the start mine mine was overweight as well mm. I had to pay the fee now, there was a big, long line on that morning. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what did it. I don't know. I walk over to the counter. Lady says, okay, we're going to have to wait your bag. I take the first one. About, you know, 75 pounds. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to see the second one. Sir, your two suitcases are overweight. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm really sorry about that. I'm just like, next time, don't let it happen. You know, you're limited to 50 pounds. Okay, here's your ticket. Have a nice day. They didn't charge you? What? I just... What? Okay. I just turned around and started walking throughout the to the customs. I'm like, what? Did they, they didn't charge they you? They didn't charge me? <laughs> I don't want to talk to you anymore. No, wait. It uh, gets better. Okay. <laughs> so... What, they give you a probe instead? <laughs> no, but you're really going to hate me after that story. Oh, <laughs> Let's hear it. So we walk over to the custom, and I put my my stuff, you know, my my luggage is on their their little tray, mm-hmm. the little carpet that brings it to the X-ray, and then ejects them, literally. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, if you saw it, but it yeah, really ejects it. Right on the and I went, shit! I'm happy I didn't put any glass in there. Mm-hmm. So I didn't. And they actually managed to break one of my uh, my suitcases, but I didn't notice it until I got to unpack everything here. Because okay. I did check at the airport if anything was broken inside because I had the mini busts and all mm-hmm. that and the Boba Fett maquette, and I wanted to make sure everything was in order. Mm-hmm. And uh, everything seems seemed to be so. I'm really happy with that. Mm-hmm. Now, I go up to the uh, security screening thing. And you know me, of course. I had the two laptops and mm-hmm. the whole the whole shebang. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm bringing back with me my two laptops, and I have a bag full of stuff with you know the glass and the mugs and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Now I get to the screening. I put everything in the five little plastic bins because that's how many bins it takes me <laughs> to it get through. Five bins <laughs> to get through. But well, I need mm-hmm. like one for each laptop. Mm-hmm. Uh, they uh i had my two um my two bags plus the 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 the, the shoes and belts and all the rest of the yeah yeah trinkles into another yeah. one so soon they're just going to get us to walk through there butt naked yeah i know 
It's going to be hilarious. Hopefully they're going to develop the uh, total recall technology before that. So, Where you just need to walk through and they can spot a weapon or whatever. Yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> I get through there. First I put the two laptops in one bin and then it gets through and they say, sir, you need to put them in two bins because at first, like when mm -hmm. we got into the States, they just put them in one bin. Okay. Every every different place is yeah, different. So I put them in two bins and everything passes by and <clears throat> I just like take my stuff. I go to another place and I start putting things back together. Look up. No one's looking at me. Okay. I just walk over. Didn't search me. They didn't ask me to put on the... The, the 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 laptops or anything is I was just I hate you what what just happened okay yeah they they got tired because they did it all to me they charged <laughs> me for my cases I walk through set off the alarm and then they say oh you've been so randomly selected for secondary inspection and then they asked oh, me oh you got that too then then they asked me um do you have any religious or personal reasons why you would not want to have this done or that you'd want to have it done in a private room. And I'm like looking at the woman like, what the hell are you about to do to me? You know, like, <laughs> why do I need a private room? Am I going to get one of those alien uh, probes? <laughs> you know, like, so I was like, no, no, anything you have to do, you can do out here in public. Yeah. I'm thinking I have got hundreds of uh, witnesses here. That's I can scream to yeah. So if it happens. was the whole lift up your hair, comb through your hair, in your ears, up your nose, in your mouth, like feel my boobs, down my... <laughs> they felt everything. Oh my God. <laughs> everything. I was like, whoo! <laughs> Haven't had that much excitement in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay. <clears throat> so, um, yeah. <laughs> it was, um, you yeah, know, I hate you. <laughs> Open your bags, go through everything. They like, I don't know. I had a bag, like I'd separated my Canadian money from my American money, and I had a whole load of American coins, so I had them in a Ziploc in my bag. Uh -huh. and they're like, oh, you have something metal in your bag, so like, yeah, it's called money. <laughs> so, anyways, they had to dig through the whole bag and see that it was really money, and I don't know what they thought it was going to be like little penny-sized weapons. I don't know. Anyways, whatever. So. <clears throat> Off with the shoes, off with the belt, yeah, feel, turn your pockets inside out, and I don't know, anyways, yeah. Um, it's funny, though, because the different airports, uh, like, some some want you to take your shoes off, others don't. Some want you to take, you know, everything out, others don't. Like, you, um, some, <laughs> some would have left um, the laptop in the laptop case, yeah. others wanted it out and open. Uh, to prove that it was, you know, what it Working, was, and yeah. turn on your phone so you can prove it's really a phone, and turn on this and that and whatever else, and it was like really annoying. So, yeah, I'm just happy that's over. <laughs> but not once, not twice, but four times I got frisked head to toe from each time I went on a frigging airplane. I got nailed. So you've been selected for a secondary inspection. <laughs> I'm like, what? Do I look like a freaking terrorist? Do what's, I? Do I really? What's with the name? It's it's what you gotta change the name. Oh uh, no. Uh, anyways. <laughs> and um, so we we wait and we got on the plane. And um, there's three seats, you know. And me and Luke are sitting down, and we're just waiting for the third person to come in because mm -hmm. it's a six-hour flight. So yeah. of course, someone else is gonna come in. Right. And 
I'm thinking more about my big bag that's taking a lot of place in the luggage compartment. I don't want, you know, stuff to be crashed or anything like that. So I'm hoping that the person will be gentle enough. And we're waiting and waiting and waiting. And then the door closes. And we look up and there's nobody coming. Mm-hmm. And then the, 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 the plane starts moving and there's no one coming. And I look at Luke. Uh, I look at Luke and I'm like, okay, well, I just lift up the arm. And I just moved myself one seat over. And we basically had three seats for the two of us for the entire flight. So it was a really comfortable flight back. And you know how you'll always get search when you come back in the country. Mm-hmm. And you'll declare, you know, you have to fill in a little card where you declare what happened and all that. And it's funny because as I'm filling up the card, is like, have you been to a farm? Or have you encountered any cattle during your stay? In the United States. And I'm like, well, C4 could be considered like a farm. And we did move around like cattle at some point. But <laughs> the only thing missing was like the cattle prod fight the 501 first. And go that way. Go that way. <laughs> Which would have been painful. Where we just say, move. <laughs> <laughs> In any case, um, we get to this final drop point, you know, where the doors are just... 20 feet away and there's this custom agent of the Canadian customs right there and he sees you coming with your two luggages your backpack and your extra little suitcase that you brought on the plane with you and he's looking at you and he's like I cannot wait to get my hands on your card give me your card and he gets the card and he thank you have a nice day Mm -hmm. what and just keep on walking and looks following me and I, I turn around and I see him, and he, he gets Aske's card, so I, I, I keep on walking slowly, and I turn around, and he starts walking towards me, and I look at him, and I go, yes! <laughs> and I just, like, walk out, and I see him walk out, and I go, woohoo! It was a perfect trip! Not once have I had any problems going through security or whatever. The only time I didn't was actually when I landed back at Dorval. Okay. Got off the plane, got my bags, walked through that like corridor of miles, got down the stairs into the place where you pick up the other mm-hmm. stuff. They didn't ask me anything. They didn't even blink, didn't look at wow. me. I was like, oh my god. Because last time around, they they asked me like to pay forty five bucks and like fees and stuff like that. Well, that's it. When when I left here, I think well, one of my bags was overweight before I even left Montreal. Okay. And so they charged me. I think it was fifty Canadian. Something like that. Anyways, to go. And then coming back um, at the airport, it was overweight again. So they charged me 35 US coming back. So, yeah. I'm just I'm just really, really thrilled and happy I made it back in one, in one piece. But, celebration for itself. Uh, wow. Even in the, in the down times... Uh, I went. I actually went to the fan club lounge, and there was mm-hmm. always something happening there, and there was always guests there, and I got to uh, sit down and talk with uh, Mary Franklin's International Fan Club, uh, which was pretty much taking care take, taking care of the entire fan club lounge, and that was really nice, and uh, it was really well thought of and really well taken care of, and I was really really happy with the turnout of. Uh, of the the entire event, I mean the uh, the conferences, the panels were all very interesting, uh, all very lively. What I'm really disappointed of 
was the turnout for the Star Wars Celebrity Contest that was proposed by Jay to have like a, you know, a talent show, talent show thing. Okay, I didn't see that, so. Yeah, well, there was about maybe 300 people in that room, including me, hmm. at that time. And okay. I was like really surprised by that fact. Uh, it was the main stage and a lot of people were, you know, probably attending other things because there was a lot of other interesting panels at that time. <laughs> and that's something that's very complicated to do with Star Wars celebrations is to actually come up with proper paneling and programming and also taking taking in consideration the fact that you need to move around 30 to 40,000 people. Mm. And that's why we had, you know, the half hour gaps sometimes between the, the, the panels beginning and all that. So, yeah, that made a big, 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 big difference in terms of us looking at the convention center and having no trouble at all walking around. Uh, I mean, I don't know, did you ever find yourself in a position where you had trouble passing by someplace? No. No, it was, I found like the whole convention center felt very empty compared to C3. C3, you were like sort of squeezing through groups of people all the time. And here it was just so wide open that it felt empty. I felt like there was not enough fans, you know, like I thought, you know, you're giving the numbers now, but it just didn't feel like there was that many people there. Me either. At all. I felt like when I was walking through, I was like, oh, it's it's a low turnout. And it's too bad, you know, and I was starting to think, they won't have another celebration because, you know, like, there's not that many people. <laughs> well, I was really scared on, on Tuesday and on, uh, and uh, especially on Wednesday when I saw absolutely no one doing a will call line or anything like that. And uh, on Thursday morning, I started getting a little bit more reassured when I started to see the line forming up, you know, around midnight and all that. I'm mm. like, whew, okay. Whew. <laughs> Safe. Mm. See, I didn't go to see the movies on the, what was it, the Wednesday? Yeah, the Wednesday. The movies was on the Wednesday, and it was actually much shorter than they anticipated. And I missed my favorite movie because of that, Mm. because we went for some tourism, and then we actually caught up with uh, our friend uh, Gerald Holmes. Okay. And uh, who's the godfather of the Alliance. And we ended up, you know, basically... (laughs) I staying up until midnight with him and then I came back to the hotel and it was one o'clock and I finally met up with you guys and I said well I'm just going over to the convention center and she and of course Audrey looked at me and like what you're gonna walk outside take a cab no I didn't say take a cab there someone's gonna stab you you're gonna die that's an exaggeration let me look at your face for the last Last time time. (laughs) that was when you were walking to that like restaurant and hotel and stuff how far away were you going no i was going at the celebration no 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 no. it was a few days later when you were going to one of the breasts and you were going to, to a the, dinner first to the and then you were going to another hotel and to the you were walking hotel? and i was like you're walking yeah. how far at this time of night down here in this city this city's scary <laughs> yeah but there's it was very scary because there was a lack no. of people around well yeah <laughs> i found that very scary when there's nobody around yeah yeah, I must admit it was a little bit scary that when there was no one around. Uh, but when we were moving in groups, you know, of three to four people, I didn't mind it that much. We we passed through some uh, some hobos, and it just was 
okay, well, this is pretty much like Montreal, like downtown Montreal at uh, 5 o'clock in the morning. There's some people sleeping on the sidewalk, and that's it. Listen, I must have had a very different experience to you. <laughs> well, the first the first night we were uh, we were driving around L.A. trying to find the hotel. We went to neighborhoods where there were like six foot fences around each of the uh, houses with barbed wire at the top, and like yeah. you know, like you stop the car anywhere, and this group of people would start approaching you, and it was like oh, I don't want to be here. <laughs> like just take off. Even the thing that like made me laugh, like in retrospect, but. Like at the time, it was kind of scary. It was like we'd rented our vehicle from Alamo at the airport, mm-hmm. and uh, you, you take. Well, you were yeah, you yeah were with we, me uh, when I got the car. Duh. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> duh. Uh, that was the best <laughs> car ride ever. <laughs> Anyways, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but the papers in the glove compartment had instructions on how to stay alive in this city. Really? It said that. I was like, oh my god! And I started reading the things, and it's like. Under no circumstances do you stop at the side of the road to look at a map. You do not open your windows to take directions from anybody. If you absolutely must stop for directions, only ask a person in un- in like a you know, uniform. police uniform or go to a very populated, well-lit service station. <laughs> Other- and wow. do- never drive with your doors unlocked. <laughs> I was like... Oh my god, I'm gonna die! I was like in the city the whole night. Oh my god, I'm gonna die! <laughs> well, at least the car—it's ha- it's pretty bad when the rental place is telling you tips on how to stay alive in their city. Stay uh, at, alive. At least you had OnStar in the car. <laughs> yes, which we couldn't freaking turn off. Who was it that turned that on? Was it you or was it? I don't. I didn't touch anything. I was you were on the floor. The <laughs> You're on the floor. No, it's. Yeah, uh, it was one of the Australians. Yeah, it's not Gavin. The other guy. It was Byron. 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 Was on the floor. <laughs> no, it was. Yeah. Was, weren't you on the floor? No, I thought you were on the floor. I was. Oh, Byron was on the floor. You Byron were on the, was on the floor. You were on the chair, and Gavin yeah. was on the chair, and Scott was on the chair. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it, it must have been Scott that hit the OnStar because he was in the front, wasn't he? Well, Scott did hit the Hun star. And then we couldn't turn it point. off. <laughs> and then you tried turning it off, and then you started pushing, like, the emergency <laughs> button. I'm like, oh, my God. I, this like, is going to end no, up bad. We're going to have, like, the police and ambulance coming. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm thinking of, like, the entire, like, the, 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 the huge number of suitcases we got in the back. <laughs> And the costumes in them. And I'm like, oh my god, please don't let us be stopped by the police. <laughs> They're going to want to search everything. Everything. Oh, that was so bad. <laughs> I'll just say, Ossifer, please save me from these men. <laughs> and of course you have you have Gavin looking at the guy with this evil look <laughs> in the back. That is the best look ever. Yeah. And Gavin's got this like look of evil. <laughs> just pure evil. <laughs> Too funny. Oh, Anyways, yes. We could go on about all our tales and stuff, but we won't. <laughs> Some of those are just, you know, what happens at celebration stays at celebration. celebration. <laughs> That's Best it. Car ride ever. <laughs> it's also in that car ride I took the video that actually made the uh, intro video of Sit Clan, so Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even see that. As we came, as we came uh, across the uh, convention center, like, mm-hmm. where is it? It's like it's the like, big building oh, right damn, there. Oh damn! I missed my turn. Do a U-turn through like what five lanes of traffic? <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was also funny. And the people not stopping. <laughs> yeah. And you couldn't see them because of all the luggage. <laughs> 
I couldn't see anything going on behind me. I was paying attention to the people in front of me and scattering I, out of my way. And I, and I, well, I'm giving you. everybody in the car a heart attack because yeah, I'm and, like, and, oh crap, I missed my turn. <laughs> Do this big U-turn. They're either grabbing the door, praying that they're not going to die, or else they're saying, oh, I like this girl's driving. <laughs> and I'm right behind you going, Breathe, Audrey. Just You're like, breathe. just a second, my and GPS can't keep up with you. And just <laughs> listen to me. We're coming to a street <laughs> called Figueroa. You want to take a right. But I can't take a right. It's one way left. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, the GPS said take a right. <laughs> but, 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 but the street signs say I'm not allowed. <laughs> well, I'll take a left and then just drive in reverse up the street. There you go. I could have done that too. I never thought of that at the time. Uh, next time. <laughs> next time. <laughs> if, they, if they let you have a car next time. Hey, I've never, ever had a ticket. Never, ever been stopped. Thank you very much. And I haven't had an accident. Don't tempt the devil. <laughs> Don't tempt the devil. I am the devil. <laughs> <laughs> now I figured what's wrong with this world. <laughs> so, Seb. You like being up front in my vehicles, or do you prefer being in the trunk? <laughs> you know what? I'll keep the trunk. You'll take the trunk again next time? I'll take the trunk again next time. <laughs> you can't see where you're going, and every so often I'll just say, Seb, are you still alive back there? <laughs> I have to dig up those pictures of you in my trunk. That's <laughs> just too funny. They are really funny. They are. They are good. I'm impressed the quality you'd got, <laughs> considering you were <laughs> pitch black in my trunk while I was driving through Ottawa. <laughs> well, it wasn't really pitch black because, <laughs> you know, you get to the point where you see some things. You get little cracks through the seats from the back seat and stuff. No. Nope. <laughs> no? No. From the, from the lights? Yeah, from the lights. From time to time, <laughs> it's like, oh, we're stopping. Doesn't the handle, the, like, the handle, in case you get yeah. locked in the trunk, doesn't that glow in the dark? Uh, it doesn't really glow in the dark. Oh no, I thought it did. But it's like pretty well, white. Well, you know, so I've never, I've never been locked in my own trunk, so <laughs> I wouldn't know. Thanks, Beazle. <laughs> <laughs> that was all Beazle. He just like pitched you in there. Dunk. There we go. We got enough room in the car now. <laughs> That's it. Like, but the car's too small. I'll just not go anymore. <laughs> you're not. You're not. You're not game. <laughs> Watch me. <laughs> it's okay. Hey, he's the, funny the, thing was, he's the one that needed the walkie-talkies the whole weekend because yeah, we kept losing him. That's it. But the funny thing was coming out of the car trunk in Ottawa, <laughs> in the middle of the street. No, it's when, when people were stopped at the stoplights next to us and they could hear your voice coming out of the <laughs> trunk. I'm okay. <laughs> what? Is the car talking? The car is talking. Step away from the vehicle. <laughs> we should have done that. <laughs> There's somebody close to the car. We'll do that Step away the- from the vehicle. <laughs> we'll do that with FRS next time. I'll just like sit in the trunk. Step Scare- away from this vehicle. <laughs> Secure the shit. <laughs> so Until the police comes in. It's like, Seb, it's police. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> shit, cops are coming. <laughs> I smell bacon. <laughs> but mm. Celebration 4, going back to the subject... <laughs> So, see how how distracting my driving is. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? I love your driving. I know my driving's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it gives people some, it gives people drive, something to talk like about. <laughs> In a dangerous yet fashionable matter. 
<laughs> stop pushing that button and somebody stop <laughs> that beeping. <laughs> I couldn't get used to that. You lift your butt off the frigging seat to readjust because you've been sitting too long in the same position. And the frigging car starts beeping at you like your, your butt's beep, not in the chair. Beep, <laughs> This is an alarm. You are not seated properly. <laughs> Bing! I will, I will soon eject you. <laughs> Bing! I was going to break Bing. that car, man. <laughs> After the uh, first day, I was ready to just, like, <laughs> you know pull what? all the wires till it shut up. <laughs> you, you, you know what? For some reason, I'm sort of glad I didn't make it all the way with you guys. Well, you went, uh, to, you went to a lot of places with us. Yeah, I did. You went to a lot of places with us. I did, but I'm happy that you guys dropped me at the hotel and then went on your tourism. Yeah, yeah. With the well, guys, yeah, well, after dropping all the luggage and all that. Yeah, 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 but you still went to a lot of places with us. Of course. Yes. It was a great tour of Los Angeles. Mm. And it was also great walking that same distance afterwards. Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, mm. Would have been less if we hadn't toured with you first. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, apart from the driving, <laughs> yes, <laughs> and the fact that the, now, seriously, when you take a look at the convention center from the outside, mm -hmm. it looks—it was impressive. It was—it was, it was a different. It was just multi-shaped. It looked like different pavilions almost. But did you feel that when you were inside, it was much bigger than it was outside? Not really. Because mm. I felt, actually, I felt it looked smaller. Actually, when in I in a way. When I was inside, I felt like it took me about half an hour to go from one pavil pavilion to the other. Well, it's because we were meandering trying to find numbers and, like, if we were supposed to be upstairs or downstairs. Yeah, or... that's it. It was the levels. And you, you know what? That's part of what I didn't like about Celebration 4. At Celebration 3, everything was very well marked. You had these huge cards, you know, with directions and whatever. Mm -hmm. At this one, I didn't find there was that much. And this was more spread out. Mm -hmm. So if you were looking for something, like, it took me forever to find the stupid store at first. Because it was all the way at the far end of the building. But I didn't know that. And so I'm, like, walking along. And I'm like, have I missed it yet? Have I missed it yet? Have, you know? But, like, you'd go... Past all these doors that were open, there's lines. I was like, what are these people waiting for? What are these people waiting for? There were no signs for anything. I didn't know what the different rooms were. You'd have to stop and ask people, you know, what's, what's going on in there? You know, you didn't, didn't know, you know, like. And so I was a little disappointed with that because, um, I, I found at Celebration 3, though everything was like crowded, it was very well marked. You knew why people were where they were, you know, you knew what was going on in the rooms. You didn't waste so much time looking for places. I felt like I was on an endless quest trying to find places while I was there. So I guess that's one of my big wine, you know, gripes, whatever. Did you actually manage to uh, make your way to one of the talks with Jay Lagaya? Nope. I didn't go to most of the panels. The only, actually, the only panel I went to was the um, Legacy of the Force uh, book series, but which didn't end up really being about Legacy of the Force. It ended up being about Karen Travis's works. <laughs> so yeah. It, it got a little Sebastian overrun. asking, like, really fucked up questions that really And they were all going, everyone. yeah, see, they took too much time with you, so they didn't get to me. And they didn't That's get to your me. fault. <laughs> well, we're out of time now. I was, like, the next one at the microphone. Okay. But but but, but 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 then you get to be like one but then on one with, with Troy, Troy Denning for so. an hour. That was all right. That was good payback. Mm. 
It was that was <laughs> that was such a highlight. I mean, I'm with that one from uh, the Fan Force because we de- I decided to do the show at the Fan Force table and an interview with Troy Denning over there as well. And um, I just walk up to the, to to that one from uh, one of the GSAs from Fan Force, and I'm like, um, I hope you don't mind, but I got uh, Troy Denning coming for an interview with me in about uh, 15 minutes, and she looks at me. Why would I mind? It's okay. <laughs> yeah, Jedi Duran. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really, really funny. And uh, I hope she enjoyed her time because she wasn't supposed to come to uh, the convention at first. Oh, okay. Because uh, she was supposed to be moving that weekend. No, she looked like she had a great time. I saw her pictures actually um, on uh, the Force.net. She's got them all posted up in the uh, uh, Fan Force uh, like manager uh, CR threads. No, it was fun. We had the uh, lots of fun. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. And um, apart from like the big mishaps from Gentle Giant, aka the uh, celebration exclusives and the Jabba the Hutt story, which can't be better resumed than how Pablo put it on StarWars.com. Two hundred Leia's. It was based. Uh, it was how was it? It's slave Leia's. Fanboy Heaven, Fire Marshal Hell. <laughs> when you have 501st bleeding because they get knocked up, they, they actually get like elbowed in the face, in the helmet, by some angry fans. Are you serious? Something, yeah, something's not Oh, that's pathetic. Right. I'm sorry, people... Whether they're dressed as slave girl Leia's or Padme's or anything else, they are still only girls, only mm-hmm. women. Nothing to, like, break people over. And to be honest, a lot of the people that were wearing slave girl Leia costumes simply shouldn't have been. <laughs> I I, I been seriously worse. wouldn't wear one, and I think I have a better body than some of the people that were wearing them. Okay. But but that's just my two cents worth, and that is that is strictly my own opinion. So don't go shooting anybody over it. If you <laughs> want, you can take it up with me. Others', <laughs> others opinion do not represent the opinions of the Star Wars on Direct staff. <laughs> Only fifty percent. <laughs> uh, no, but it, it yeah. could have been worse. And uh, there was even a girl who was wearing a, a dress inspired by the uh, the the mm. Princess Leia in bikini costume. And it was a dress and not the actual bikini costume. And I just want to say congratulations because it was a really, really nice dress. And she did the right thing because she didn't have the body to Mm. put on a bikini Leia. And I think that was amazing. And the other girls that put them on. There were were a couple there that were downright beautiful. Yeah. That really pulled it off well. I was like, wow. You know, like. You know, they they had my head turning too. So it goes both it goes both ways, you know, like Two there are later. some that are absolutely stunning. Yeah. And then there's others that absolutely shouldn't. <laughs> so, you know I didn't I didn't pay that much attention to it because uh <clears throat> as you know, I'm not a big fan of the bikini Leia thing. And what really spooked me off is I actually dreamt about a bikini Leia two weeks after C four. And that really threw me off for an entire week because I was like, "What? Why? Why did I start dreaming of Bikini Leia? 
But the, there were there must have been too many bikini layers at celebration four, and I just didn't notice them. Or I know it was the cross dresser bikini layer that you had on your mind. <laughs> that was disturbing. Was oh it with a beard? They had a beard, and they had a this slave ha- Leia costume on. This had to be like a drinking game went uh, gone like wrong. Like a dare or something. I don't know. Because, uh, it, it, yeah. <laughs> it, it must have been a dare. A dare. It, it, it can't be just, anything else. Yeah. <laughs> wrong <laughs> on so many levels. <laughs> I have nothing against anybody who cross-dresses. I think it's very cool. But if you're going to cross-dress, like, I don't know. You have to, I, I guess, maybe this is just my own two cents worth. When it comes to, like, dressing in costume like this, um, if you're trying to portray a woman, take care of the facial hair. I don't know. It just, <laughs> it's a little <laughs> too much I hope you for get me. it, Audrey. It's <laughs> but I, I, actually, I have a couple of friends that are cross-dressers, and I really appreciate their art and their craft. And um, what they do is absolutely fantastic. Thank you. Oh, shit. <laughs> but uh but no in, in this one instance it just looked very wrong it was like no cross-dressing <laughs> is not for everybody no 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 all right um i was asking you about the jayla gaia thing because yes. <laughs> uh two of my friends actually went to a lot of the jayla gaia's uh panels Mm-hmm. And they they taught that I don't know if you remember. Have you been to Jay Lagaya's panels before at Celebration Three? Even no. Jay Lagaya is a really great host. Yes, and I will never take that from him because he is. Okay. And I know firsthand because it's really difficult to be a you know spontaneous live host, and he does an incredible job. Mm-hmm. However, um, when you have only an hour to talk with. You know, Carrie Fisher, Billy D. Williams, uh, Irvin Kirshner, whoever. You don't want to have uh, 10 minutes about the host and mm-hmm. his little stories of how he came to Celebration 4 and what happened in the plane and the people he met and blah, blah, blah. Which I'm taking you got. I didn't. Oh. I was okay. lucky enough that I was actually at, a, at the only panel I, I was at with um, Jay Lagaya was actually the uh the Star Wars celebrity contest. So that was pretty lively. Um and he didn't have any time to actually stop to present himself and do things like that. Um however I heard from my friends who went who were at the Irvin Kirshner presentation, for instance, that he took about five or ten minutes to present himself and do a little backstory and all that. And then the Irvin Kirshner came out came on stage and he they talked with him and all that. And when it came to the questions, you know, there were, again, a lot of fans who had a lot of questions, and not all of them actually got to ask their questions because five to ten minutes had been wasted at the beginning of the show uh, just because of that. So, you know, that's that's a downer. Now, do these five to ten minutes make a big difference? I don't know. When you have 60 minutes altogether, it does? When you have 60 minutes, yes, it somewhat does. Uh, the thing is... Most of the shows actually went a little bit overboard. Mm-hmm. That's what I noticed. Uh, because they had, you know, half an hour in between each show to clear the room and fill it up again. Uh, so most of them actually went overboard. The other thing I noticed was that there was a... Um, 
some sort of predetermined time where the guys would say, well, we're going to questions now. So whether or not that 5 to 10 minutes occurred, I don't think it make a big difference. Is it a thing that should be done? I don't think so. I think as soon as the room is filled up, the host should come on stage and present, you know, the person. The person. That's what Scott Chernoff did in uh, in the Petri stage area. And his shows were very interesting. I went to the Seth MacFarlane uh, presentation. I went to the Seth Green presentation, the Family Guy and uh, Robot Check-In presentations. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy D. Williams presentation. Now, there was a little knockoff thing with Billy D. Williams that he did for the um, for the TV show for which he works. Uh, it was still funny. It had nothing to do with Star Wars, but it was still, you know, a funny thing to watch. Um, the highlight of that show, of course, is when I just said to to uh, my friend that was right next to me, it's like, isn't it sad that they kill they, that Karen killed Lando and sacrifice, and this girl from Calgary? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> I really hope that that wasn't a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. That doesn't happen. I got a plastic knife here, and I'm not scared to use it. It does. It's not Lando. It's not true, but it was exactly yeah, that same I, reaction. I, I know who she kills, and I'm not happy with that either. And it was really funny. Right now. <clears throat> Do you know all of who she kills? Uh, I know about two people that she kills. Okay. Yes. No more spoilers for the fans that haven't read it yet. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. And we actually talked about uh, about it a little bit with Karen, but we're going to have her on the show just to talk about it. When? Probably later this year. Because... Well, that's a pretty good guess. <laughs> it would be before now. <laughs> <laughs> but what I mean by later this year is sometime during the fall or uh, winter. Because we're we not going to discuss ha- a couple of books then. Yeah, because we're not going to have... A sh- we're not going to have shows for a little while with me moving. Right. And uh, then convention season pretty much being like all fired up. So I'm I'm figuring that our next show is probably going to be sometime around the end of August. Ah, okay. Because since you want to make it to Fan Expo, might as well make a show from Fan Expo. Cool. We'll do that. Woohoo. So, but yeah, uh, it's like Scott did an excellent job in in terms of uh, being an MC at C4. Going from A to... AA in two seconds. I totally lost you there. <laughs> what? <laughs> Scott Chernoff did an excellent job as an MC for the P3 stage for Celebration 4. Okay. And uh, so did... Uh, shoot, what's his name? There was another guy <laughs> at another stage, a Clone Wars stage, basically. And the uh, the stage where they had the uh, presentation for the the next uh, video games and all that. Okay. That that was also very interesting. The Force Unleashed. That was a very nice panel. Uh, the Clone Wars. That was very fun and very hectic. And they pretty much had something, you know, they they fed lines to the public, and the public would just get up and, okay, I came all the way across the, the continent to see something. Are you really not going to show us anything? And you know, like fan like really mad. And, uh, of course, they were just, like, getting in. They showed us. Winding people up. Yeah. And they showed us something. what I really wanted to see, but they didn't have anything for, was live-action series. Because they're not at that stage yet. That's what I'm holding out for. I'm not really an animated series person. I'm not a, a 
graphic novel person. I like the adult novels. I like live action stuff. So I'm hoping that when they decide to have a celebration of five, if or when they decide to have it, that they will have some sneak preview footage for the live action series. That's what I'm waiting for. I wonder mm. if I um I probably couldn't find it. But I'll put it in the uh, in the archive because it, it's actually worth it. And in the words of Steve Sansweet, uh, about Celebration Five. Woohoo! But basically, to resume it, um, they they're waiting to see what's going to happen with Celebration Europe. Mm-hmm. I think the turnout for Celebration Four was just amazing. So there's no question there. Yes, fans want more celebrations. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there still oh, and Celebration Europe is going to do well as well? I think so, as well as Star Wars Reunion. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there going to be uh, an, a, a Star Wars Celebration 5? I do believe so. Uh, it's funny because I went to the uh, fan club lounge meet and greet with Steve Sansweet, and basically he came up with exactly the same reason I'd given my friend about two hours earlier of why we should have another Star Wars Celebration and when we should have a Star Wars, another Star Wars Celebration. And basically, 2009 is only ten years for uh, ten years Phantom. for Phantom Menace. Uh, it's also uh, it's also the you know a very good year to think about the uh, upcoming movie for the, the the first season of the the, the Clone Wars is going to be done by then. So maybe a first movie for the Clone Wars to have something to show about. They're going to have something to show for the live-action live show. Because it's supposed to come out in 2010, isn't it? So, you know, me, honestly, I think I'd push it to 2010. Because to add everything to and that... And then it would be uh, 30 years for... Uh, Empire Strikes Empire. Back. So, and there's, you know, Empire Strikes Back is the most favorite movie of all fans out there. Except me. Mm, and a few others. Yeah, it's not my favorite. So, but... I'm sure it would be, you know, a huge turnout. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was uh, that was fun. You know what? I think what really disappointed me the most from Star Wars Celebration Four was the Lucas archives. The costumes, you mean? The 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 costumes. The uh, there were more costumes the there this time than last time, though. Oh, at, they were. At Celebration Three, there were half that many. Yeah, I took pictures of all of them at Celebration 3. There was very little. It was like, you didn't make it there in Celebration 3, didn't you? I didn't. Yeah, no, it was half as much as what was there this time. But there were three costumes this time. No, there was more than that. There was There's three. Padme gown. There was, there was uh, six costumes. Padme gown. There was um, Han Solo's outfit. There was uh, Leia's bikini. Boba there Fett. There was Boba Fett. There was the uh, C-3PO uh, armor. Yeah. Uh, there was. Uh, uh, there was a bunch of Darth Vader armor pieces. Yeah, the original helmet and the yeah. prequel helmet, and you could see like the differences between the two. Mm-hmm. No, there, there's, there's, and there was a lot of weaponry, and then there was uh, a lot of the uh, storyboard uh, pictures. Uh, yeah. They had uh, some of the uh, props, like the uh, Luke prop from inside the mask when he has the. You know, the failure at the cave and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Uh, 
No, there, there's, there's quite a few things this time. Last time I found it really sort of dull. There was only, literally, there was only three costumes. So, right away there was a bit more. Um, last time they had uh, uh, Ewan McGregor's and Hayden Christensen's uh, robes from episode three. They had one of Padme's outfits. Um, the Mustafar outfit. Um, and I think I think they uh, they had the uh, Empire Strikes Back Leia white, uh, you know, Hoth outfit. No, that was before. That was Celebration Three. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm listing stuff from Celebration Three right now. Sorry. Sorry. I was bringing up pictures of the uh, that I actually sent to Lucasfilm. Mm, okay. Well, anyways, it doesn't matter. This time around, they had the uh, Padme peacock dress. Um, they had. Um, yeah, they had the Leia bikini, they had the Han Solo outfit, and they had uh, the Boba Fett, and they had the 3PO, and I can't remember what else they had. They had another one. Uh, they had another one next to Padme, and I can't remember what it was. But they didn't have any Jedi robes this time. Nope. Nope. Uh, anyways. Oh, well, doesn't matter. Here's a little something for a friend, uh... I'm gonna actually put the uh, the link up in the in the chat room of uh, the basic pictures I took for uh, while I was in LA, and uh, these th these are about 36 pictures. They're pretty much the best of the stuff I have. Uh, I selected them mainly because they might be of interest to uh, Lucasfilm. This is actually you know the best pick of C4 for Lucasfilm selection. Um, but apart from uh, apart from those pictures, there's a lot more coming up, okay. as well as tons of coverage. I mean, uh, <laughs> yes, that looks familiar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, promises to be uh, to be very interesting. The Baywatch crew. <laughs> yes. Yes. We're having fun. No, it's um I was I was really disappointed by the uh the, the Lucasfilm archives, but I was really uh thrilled by the uh the Vader project where they took uh, Master Replica's Vader helmet and they all basically put them in front of like different artists and each mm -hmm. artist did what they want with him. And that was something quite interesting to uh to, to see. I was really happy with that, so mm. yeah. I'm uh Really thrilled for the uh, the entire show, and I can't wait to see what's going to be coming up with Celebration Five. Um, you know what? Following Celebration Four, which was you know everybody's saying, "Ooh, it's the it was like so much better than Celebration Two and Celebration Three. And I didn't find it was so much better. And a lot of people are saying that though, and I have to respect those those people who say that. But you know what? Just look at the number after Celebration. It says four. It's a very young convention. Um, it's actually produced by people that have a lot of experience in making events and doing stuff like that. But you still have to remember it's a very young convention. It still has a lot of uh, a lot of places to go, a lot of problems to, to to meet and and solve. And until that's done, well, we're gonna keep on attending at those conventions and we're gonna keep on having fun. I'm just looking at the picture of you and Bonnie. 
It's it's amazing. I mean, Celebration Four was basically my redemption con. Your redemption con. <laughs> it's like Bunny was Bunny was was really nice with, with me uh, all weekend. Pablo was nice with me all weekend. Uh, Steve and Mary were very nice to me all weekend. And I actually, I don't like no, I can't, I can't put it in those words. But I basically apologized to um, Amy Allen for what happened at C three. And she said, "Oh, it takes much more than that to, you know, rough me up. So don't worry about it." There's... <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I'm really happy." And as I'm going through my pictures as well, I'm uh, I'm remembering that uh, Chris from the Force Among Us was at our show, uh, live from Celebration Four After Hours, um, is actually a confirmed guest at this year's Fan Expo. So that's another reason for you to come, uh, Audrey, because Chris is going to be there. So cool, you can see him again. And we're going to have another great time with them. You know what? I'm really proud of those pictures. And I really love the uh, the um, the shuttle ride notice. There's uh, there's this picture in my picture that basically there's a sign that says, Stormtroopers and other costume crackers <laughs> must be able to sit in order to sh- ride shuttle buses. If you're unable to sit, you cannot ride. <laughs> this is such a drag. <laughs> if you're unable to sit, you... <laughs> okay. I like that. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of people. It's funny pictures. Ah, well. I just love the picture I, I managed to snap of uh, Dustin Roberts, our president who's also a member of the Force Casters, were there all weekend. And they, sh- they actually shot a uh, very nice video of the um, the second Celebration Breakfast. Okay. If you go on YouTube, it's there. And I believe it's part three or four where I actually go, Celebration three, uh, Celebration four, action. And I snap my, uh, my little uh, clapper for movie making. So that was funny. I made it, I made it through their video. So... Uh, it was it was really a great time, and the breakfasts were really well uh, organized. So congratulations to uh, to Han Newman from Official Picks and from for all the people there, because it was really an awesome time. And uh, I'm tempted. No, I'm not. I'm not going to say anything that might be coming up because there's. Uh, yep, might might have a little surprise for you when we next talk. In uh, oh no, it's. If when we next talk, it's gonna be a week from the event. So, but look for stuff coming up at DragonCon. That's all I can say. Okay. Before the end of this month, we're gonna know if there's gonna be lots of Star Wars stuff going on at DragonCon. So if you're planning on attending the convention in Atlanta, there, there. I can't make it to Atlanta. I'm gonna make it. I don't know if I'm gonna have a co-host. So if I don't have, if I don't find a co-host, I'm not gonna make a show. I promise you that. Okay. <laughs> to you. To me. <laughs> that I'm not going to make a show without you. Because it just wouldn't be a Star Wars on Direct show then. Now would it? Oh, I feel loved now. Well, Aww. I'm. St- I, I have to admit, I'm still going to gonna have a very nice little uh, friend show. From, uh, from this, uh, from this convention. So, 
it's been a while since we have we've had a friend show and since all the crew's mm-hmm. going to be there well well there you go we're going to have a do it do it do it, show. do it do it <laughs> just before you go uh, because i have the feeling that you're wrapping things up now so yeah of. i think i think we're going to wrap um, things up how did, how did, you were there the night that they did the 501st pictures right i was there the night that it they was, did the 501st pictures i was picture. really cool to see all the armor see all the different uh sections all the maras all the vaders all the red guard all the stormtroopers and you know everyone uh you saw the wampa i did i thought that was cool That's i a very saw the wampa costume. and we were sitting right in front of him at the uh uh at the beginning of the uh was it set mcfarlane or set green i don't remember who was the robot chicken or from i think it was family guy okay yeah it must have been family guy uh no it was the uh i don't remember <laughs> it was either Family Guy or Robot Check-in panel, and uh, we actually got to talk with him. And you know, it was uh, it was a really well-made costume, well-taught costume, but it must have been a pain to wear for two, three days. I think he wore, I think he wore it for about three days. So that would be really hot after three days. It wasn't really that hot in LA, mm-hmm. but in the convention center with all the people milling about and everything, and you're all closed in, that would be really hot. And even when you actually walk out, um, mm-hmm. it was, uh, it was, you know, it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was cool, but when you got into the sun, boom, hit you. See, I wasn't hot the whole time I was there. I was in long sleeves, pretty well. I was, like, I was like, I'm going to Hollywood. I'm going to California. It's going to be hot. Packed shorts, packed t-shirts. Ended up wearing jeans and long sweater. <laughs> I was and like. Where's the heat? <laughs> I was like, what's this? 20 degrees. It was hotter in Montreal. <laughs> I was like, where, where'd the heat go? Well, but sorry, we're getting, we're getting sidetracked again here. But no, I, but I it was, I, it was, it was really like the thing I didn't know about, you know, everybody tells you that when you go to the desert, mm. it's really hot during the day and really cold at oh, night. Right. And you're like, Neh. but there's actually a 20 degrees difference. Yeah. In Los Angeles, bet- be- between day and, day and night. And on Tuesday, we went walking around after, war- a- a- after a while with some of my friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, that's it. I, I have to buy shorts because I'm not going to be able to tough in my, in my pants all day. So I- we went to Sears because we went to the, uh, the small somewhere. It was far away. That's all I can, I can remember. The Crenshaw Mall. <laughs> You went far, far away. Went far, far away to the Crenshaw, Crenshaw Mall, and um, we actually um, we actually managed to get ourselves into a Walmart where didn't have anything that we wanted. Mm-hmm. But I managed to buy myself some shorts at Sears, which was right next door. And is that where you got those big? Like they were really long shorts. They're not that long. They're green ones, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Are they long? I don't know. They get to my knees, so. Huh. Well, Think they're that long okay and um basically uh i basically wore, wore that for the, the the entire duration left of the day and when we came back i went to my hotel dropped my pants there went to the will call and stopped and i went <laughs> i went back to the other hotel and we just got word from gerald that he had a problem with his his uh, original plane and we said okay well we'll just uh We'll just go to the Dodgers games. And we decided to go to the Dodgers games at the Dodgers Stadium, which is an open stadium, in shorts, 
and t-shirts. <laughs> oh my god, was it ever cold? I actually spent 60 bucks on a uh, Dodgers hoodie over there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was fun. But the Dodgers won, so that was cool. Going back to um, actually the uh, 501st night. Yes. Um, I just wanted to mention, did you know that um, one of the 501st guys uh, proposed to his girlfriend in front of the whole crowd, in front of where they were taking pictures? No. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Oh. That's why, you know, they heard, you heard all that cheering when they were still downstairs before they all came up. Yeah, it was because he proposed to his girlfriend in front of the entire 501st. Oh, they were all in costume. And I would so love to do took that. Took off his bucket and got down on his knees. Yeah. I would I so love to do that. Oh, I didn't see it, but I heard it. And I have friends that were part of the 501st that saw it, and so I thought that was cool. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. I guess she said yes. So I'm if assuming they she said yes. <laughs> it would have really sucked if she said no in it's front like, of a crowd like yeah, that. Yeah, you know what? No, you stink. You wear armor all day. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> Take a shower and I'll think about it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's, that's so yeah, nice. I'm, I'm just sending you a picture since you said, you know, when I take, I dropped my pets at the hotel and went off again. <laughs> so I'm sending you a picture of you dropping your pen. <laughs> oh, New Lord. staff photo. What do you think? <laughs> I we could try. <laughs> my face doesn't show. No, no, you're you're rather blushed. <laughs> it could be anyone. Oh no, this is uh. not anyone. <laughs> this is Seb. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you don't remember that picture, do no, you? No, I remember that picture very well. Just didn't think that. <laughs> we I'd got so... all of you in it. <laughs> yeah. That all of me would show that much, you know? It's. Wow. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> oh. Seb, why are you turning red? <laughs> <laughs> trying to imitate the bucket, you know. <laughs> Doing a pretty good job. Thanks. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Didn't remember that one, did you? <laughs> Note to self: <laughs> <laughs> Don't drop my pants at the hotel next time. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> there's my bed behind. <laughs> God, that bed was comfortable. Uh, I'm gonna need your pictures. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not allowed. <laughs> I have select ones that I'm gonna keep for blackmail later on. <laughs> oh yeah? Oh, you want to play that game, Frog Face? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my Frog Face is already up on public message boards for anybody to see. <laughs> Who has a MySpace account? <laughs> You poor little thing. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> we'd like to thank our sponsors for. <laughs> no. Go ahead, Seb. <laughs> Not taking your job away from you. Hey, if you want. No, it's right. <laughs> really, it's okay. You're the man with the pants. <laughs> you do the job. <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking at the pictures and I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> it's Sponge Seb No Pants. <laughs> Where'd the sponge came from? <laughs> don't remember being so absorbent. <laughs> That's just wrong. 
This show keeps on degenerating. Show after show <laughs> after show. I should actually just put this picture up somewhere so that everybody can see <laughs> and understand what the can joke you is. Crop it first. <laughs> <laughs> just a, a little bit. <laughs> or maybe darken it. I don't know. It's... Although I don't mind because I look good in that picture. <laughs> From a personal point of view. Oh my god, I'm gonna talk laughing too hard. <laughs> I don't have any problems with that picture in particular. Honestly, it's it could be much, much worse. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. You've gone through the whole denial shock exception. <laughs> now you're accepting it. Oh, it actually looks okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, there's no denial. It's just I didn't notice that. Okay. Myself. <laughs> oh, I can probably dig up some more pictures of Sebastian. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'll have to show you my uh, vacation photos after <laughs> we're off the air. So you can see what pictures we have of you. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm suddenly very scared. <laughs> I think I'm going to find out where the sponge sent <laughs> Okay. Um, I just had a very wrong picture idea flash to my head. I hope you didn't do anything like that. What? I can't me- say it online. <laughs> you can't say it on air? Can't say it on the air. Okay. All right. It's got to be bad if you can't say it on air. Are you coming to Fan Expo at the end of the... Uh, end I of really, 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 really absolutely want to. So now I just have to get the timer off work. Okay. So the next Star Wars on Direct will be on Sunday, August 26th. Because in July, we're going to Polaris. At the beginning of August, I'm the MC of Otakaton. And in July, for the rest of the July chord, mm-hmm. I'm actually moving. So it's it promises to be a very interesting month. Because I keep working, of course. Mm. So, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm supposed to work that weekend, so I'm going to have to try and uh, change that. Try and see what you can do. Otherwise, I think Martin's going, so maybe I can do a show with him. Yeah, you can do a show with him. And you can but no, see, I, I have to go because Hayden's going to be there. And I just, I want to meet Hayden. I want to meet Hayden. Hayden, this is your only warning. <laughs> Audrey's coming to see you. All right. Who's busy? Scared. What are you scared about? <laughs> There's another roommate talking to me, telling me things. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! We're popping out of the woodwork, all of us. <laughs> On this note, if you'd like to comment about the show, you can uh, you can do so by sending in a, sending us an email to studio at swendirect.com. Um, also, um, I'd like to take a second to thank our sponsors and our friends and our partners. Uh, FederationToys.com, SitClan.net, Simple-Net.ca, our web host. The Podcast Entertainment Network at TSFPN.com. I want to say thank you to WizKids as well. I also want to say a big thank you to Random House and Random House Audio uh, for publishing the great books that we're reading and that we're going to be talking about at the end of the summer at the Star Wars on Direct Fan Expo special. 
Uh, I want to say thank you to our partners in thebloodonline.com, Star Wars Action News, Geek Core Radio, Star Wars Aficionados, PlantFandom.com, AnakinAndHisAngel.com, Nerf-Erder-Anonymous.net, the largest collection of Star Wars references and actors. And I actually got to meet the girl from Nerf Erder Anonymous at C4. You did. And it was really funny because she was actually talking with Chris Gore from FilmTread.com, mm-hmm. and he told her that I was there. <gasps> Because Sebastian's a celebrity. Every I'm, time he goes to a celebration, people want to meet him. It's it's starting to scare me. It's like the number of people actually that we actually met over there that said, Hey, aren't you that guy from Star Wars Sound And I'm like, yeah. So you when know, is the show coming on again? It's, it's well, so funny because like last time when we were at Celebration 3 together, we walked up to Steve Sansweet. He's like, you don't know this guy, do you? Yeah. He said the exact same thing this time. You don't know that guy, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, I know Sebastian. Yes. Yes, everybody knows Sebastian. He, he's almost like a Lucasfilm celebrity. <laughs> almost. Like almost. Lu- almost. Like I'm, the, I'm the most famous Lucasfilm non- stalker. Yeah, that's it. I can't wait for the film fam- Fanboys to come out, actually, mm. so I can go see it and relate to that movie so much that it's going to be sad. <laughs> They should have had you as their main character. <laughs> Probably. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> I want to say thank you to Millennium Falcon, Galactic Hunter, who are keeping collectors on target. Of course, T-Bone Star Wars Universe, the Galactic Senate message boards, and StarWarsFanWorks.com, the home of Star Wars Fan Audio, which is available at StarWarsWithAZ.com. Now, um, from all the crew here at Star Wars Sound Direct, I'm going to say hopefully see you next time on Star Wars Sound Direct. Because I don't know, it's like maybe I'm going to have a heart attack looking at some of the pictures Audrey want to show me. <laughs> oh, would you stop? I'm not showing you anything scary. Just things that you're in. Well, that's scary if I'm in it. <laughs> If you're scared of what you've done, well, too bad. <laughs> Just no, think, I'm not ashamed. It could always be worse. <laughs> It could. <laughs> <laughs> it could. <laughs> a lot worse. <laughs> oh, my God. So, 26th? Gonna <clears throat> 26th of August. strings and uh, we're going to make it happen? Yes, sir. All right. So, from all the crew here at Star Wars Sound Direct, I'm saying see you next time on Star Wars Sound Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom, live from Fan Expo 2007. You were listening to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Be sure to visit www.swanzerec.com for more information about upcoming shows. This show has been brought to you by SimpleNet. Webmasters, online gamers, or administrators of e-business. At SimpleNet, we will always have a solution to meet your needs.